Another area that feminine women should be really unapologetic about is their spiritual life. We all have a spiritual life, whether you embrace it or you don't embrace it. You are a spirit and you live in a body. Your body is not you. You are a spirit living in a body and you possess a soul. Your spiritual life is how you refuel, how you receive and give in the unseen world. Nowadays, there's just a lot going on. We're not going to get into that. But as a feminine woman, embracing your spiritual life is extremely important and nothing to apologize for. People can be very hesitant to embrace their spiritual life publicly because of how other people may perceive them or just out of fear of what could happen to them. And I understand that. But when you're in a situation where there's no reason for fear, there's no reason for you to be downplaying your spirituality, embrace it. Don't apologize for it. If you're having lunch with your friend and you get your food and you know that you like to bless and pray over your food because you don't know who touched it, you don't know what could be in it that could make you sick, and you have a God who loves and protects you as long as you bless it, bless your food. Let them wait a second. They can finish their sentence after you finish praying over your food. But there are some people who say they love God. They love God. They're Christians or whatever. But they're so afraid to do something as simple as praying over their food in public, blessing their food. They're so afraid of that. And they feel like they have to apologize for doing what they need to do for their own spiritual life. And it's nothing to be apologetic about. If there's something that happened to you and you know that this was God and you want to say that this was God, say it was God. Don't be so afraid that the other person might not believe in God. So I don't want to say it and hurt their feelings. Like, no, that is your belief. You believe in God. You know God is real. You know what God has done for you. You know God loves you. You know you're his child. Be bold and say it and stand firm in it without being apologetic that you're hurting someone else's feelings. (laughs) No, you might actually inspire that person. And you're actually called to do that on top of it. If you are a child of the Most High God through Jesus Christ, you are called to do that. You are called to not be ashamed of God. Because if you're ashamed of God, then he'll be ashamed of you. The point is, your spiritual life is beautiful. The fact that you have a spiritual life, you have spiritual principles and morals and beliefs that you embody and live by is beautiful. And it is something to be celebrated and not to be ashamed of. If people watch my content and they don't believe in God, don't like God, but they want to cherry pick all the other information that I share, that's their choice. But it's not going to ever stop me from talking about my father, God. And it takes courage and it takes you being rooted in yourself and in your femininity to know that you're going to be true to yourself. (laughs) You're gonna do what you believe is best for yourself. And what I believe is best for myself is sharing Jesus with the world through femininity. So I wanna encourage you out there as well to embrace your spirituality, embrace who you are, embrace what you believe, and do not apologize to other people 
for what you choose to believe. Another thing that feminine women are unapologetic about is having a past. We all have a past. We were all young once. Some of you are young right now and you've made choices that are poor choices. You've done things that you didn't really know how it was going to turn out. And then you found out, you've learned, you've grown, you have lots and lots of experience in life and you have a past. You don't need to apologize about your past. Once you have made peace with the person that you used to be, once you have given your life to Jesus and he has cleansed you and washed away your sins, because that is literally why Jesus came and died and rose again, was to show you that everything that you did can be done in a way with and you can be renewed. You can be a brand new person through him and only him. Once you've done that, you're done you need to move forward. So many of you are so stuck in your past that you're not able to be the person that God created you to be today. And your past is stopping you from moving forward in your education, moving forward in your health, moving forward in your relationships, moving forward in your job, moving forward in just experiencing life because you're punishing yourself for things that you've done or you're afraid that your past is gonna catch up to you in some way. God will take care of it. Everyone has a past. I have so many things that I am, I am shocked that I did. Like I, when I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did those things because I was in darkness. I didn't know. I knew what I was doing, but I did not really know what I was doing. So many of us have experienced things and for whatever reason, whether it's things that we experience because something happened to us, because someone harmed us, because someone took away our innocence, because we had no direction, or because we just were rebellious, or because we were just genuinely bad people. Whatever. It's in the past, and you do have to move forward. You have to make progression, and you have to receive forgiveness and renewal and grow out of that space. Leave it where it is and become the woman that God created you to be. Another thing that feminine women are unapologetic about are things that are just out of their control. You know, (laughs) I think it's very interesting when I hear people apologizing for things that they have no hand in. Like there's no way they could have known. There's no way that this is something they should be apologizing for. It just comes off as having very low self-esteem and just being overly nice to a fault. So for example, apologizing for the weather. Oh, I'm so sorry, it's so hot today. You had to come all the way out here for this and it's so hot. You had no control over the weather. You didn't know it was gonna be so hot on that day that you planned this thing. You don't need to apologize for the weather. (laughs) You can acknowledge it, but you don't need to apologize. You don't need to apologize for having certain things in terms of your body, the way your body is shaped, or if you have some sort of deformity, or if you have some kind of illness, you don't need to apologize for that. That is that is a situation that you are in, and people, once they recognize it, can either accept or reject it, but you do not need to apologize for things that are out of your control. If you have a pimple on your face, you don't need to apologize to people for having a pimple on your face. 
some people I'll see them on YouTube they'll come on they'll say oh guys I'm so sorry I look like this I'm sorry I don't have my lashes on you don't need to apologize for that now if you end up looking a certain way and you were supposed to maybe be dressed up and you're dressed down and you did not realize that then yes you should apologize but if you knew you were supposed to be dressed up and you came dressed down then I mean you should just not even come first of all because that's that's rude but if you couldn't, let's say you could not go home because something happened, then sure, apologize for it. But otherwise, apologizing for your appearance or your hair or certain things that are just not necessary for you to apologize for is something that feminine women just don't do. It is what it is. You can acknowledge something without apologizing for it, like it's something that you created or you have a hand in. And for people who grew up, unfortunately, in situations where you experience a lot of abuse, whether it's emotional abuse, verbal abuse, or physical abuse, then yes, this is something that you probably will need therapy for or counseling for because adults put it on you to feel that things that really were not in your control were your fault. And maybe it distorted your reality of what is your fault and what isn't your fault. And I pray that God will heal you from that pain because it is hard when you really truly don't know what you caused and created. But just know that most of the time, you don't need to apologize for it. It really is okay. And even if you do, there's a lot of grace for you. You are forgiven. And it's usually very, very minor. (laughs) And right in line with that, I'll also add apologizing for transitional stages in your life. As a woman, you go through a lot of transitions and your body goes through a lot of transitions, especially if you enter motherhood, your body changes. If you have multiple children, your body changes. You're not going to look the way you looked at 22 when you're 55 and that's okay. It's actually beautiful. It's more than just okay, it's beautiful. You've lived you've experienced. Having to apologize for your body because you just had a baby is something that feminine women don't do. You embrace every stage of your life. After I had my baby, hmm, let me show you a picture of how I looked, how I was walking around looking. I still look, people still thought I was pregnant. I went to the nail shop and the woman literally asked me how far along I was. I was like, (laughs) did I care? No, I did not care. And that's because I knew I just had a child. I knew my body has gone through so much. I'm enjoying this stage that I'm in right now. And eventually I will lose the weight. I will not stay in this place forever, but this is where I am right now. And as a feminine woman, you embrace where you are. If you're pregnant and your nose is huge and you look, you know, wild in your eyes, okay, you're beautiful. You're carrying a beautiful baby yeah, your face is going to change and that's okay. But don't sit there and talk bad about yourself and apologize to people for being what you consider fat when it's you're actually not fat, you're just pregnant. And talk bad about yourself. You know, I see women doing that or making jokes on social media about how they look when they're pregnant. And it's very disturbing because it's a beautiful gift. Every part of that gift is to be embraced, including the fact that you may not look like a supermodel on Vogue magazine at eight months pregnant. Enjoy everything and don't apologize 
for the different ways your body is going to transition as you live out your life. The next area that feminine women are unapologetic about is staying separate from others. There are people who sometimes are so close to you that you feel like you're them. There's an enmeshment that happens where you become just like your husband or just like your sibling or just like your friends. But as a feminine woman, you are unapologetic about staying separate from them. That's something that a lot of people struggle with because they don't want to be judged. But having your own rules and your own values and your own morals, even if it's separate from other people's, is important. I talked about femininity and rap music, hip-hop music in one of my past podcasts. I really hope you listen to that podcast. That podcast is so important for you. One of the things that came up recently with me is I was with a group of friends and they were talking about how they were going to go to Beyonce's concert. And they're excited about it and they're talking about it. And I was sitting there at dinner and I was like, I don't listen to Beyonce. And they're like, what? You don't don't like Beyonce? And I'm like, I didn't say I don't like her. I just, I don't listen to her music. And I'm not going to her concert. I just want to let them know because they were looking at me like, why aren't you involved in this conversation? And I felt nothing about it because I do not listen to her music. I do not think that her music represents who I am at this point in my life. I sense something in her spirit that my spirit does not agree with and I cannot bring myself to listen to her music anymore. I can't even bring myself to look at her anymore, to be honest with you. And that is a very deep spiritual thing where my spirit is literally screaming, no. And everyone is different. Some people don't see it. Some people do see it. And she is such a iconic, popular person in this culture that to say you don't listen to her is like, what woman doesn't listen to Beyonce? It's like standard. Being able to be unapologetic and just say, this is what it is. Like, you're not going to convince me and I'm not interested in being convinced. If you want to go on and on about how people say this and that about her and it's not true, that's fine. This is what I've decided. I don't listen to her music. I'm not interested in going to her concert and I do not care that the whole world is going. I don't care. That is what it's like to be unapologetic about being separate from other people. What they do and what you do does not have to be the same. It is hard when you're friends with people because there is a separation that comes sometimes where they feel like you think you're better or you don't understand or maybe you just can't be part of the conversation. Like that conversation they were having, I couldn't be part of it. I I couldn't. Like I had to just be quiet because I did not even know what they were talking about. And I did not want to know, but I did have to exclude myself. I had to be left out of the conversation. And if it came to a point where whatever it is was so major that it stopped us from being able to be friends, I would also be okay with that. Being unapologetic and not having to say you're sorry or go into arguments and rebuttals is so important because there are just too many things in this world. People are too lost and people are discovering new things every day that they think are new and they're really old (laughs) and they're bringing it to you. And if you're not careful, you can fall into something that can just totally destroy your life. It is better for you to be cautious and be separate until you feel comfortable agreeing or doing things that other people do. It doesn't matter who it is. 
It could be your own husband. I know sometimes some men will try to get you to be like them, try to get you to be men. Maybe they don't understand why it takes you three hours to get ready. Maybe they don't understand why as a feminine woman, you don't want to walk two miles and you rather take an Uber or whatever. They're like, what are you talking about? And they're trying to get you to be like them. They're trying to stop you from living out your femininity. They don't want you to have the things you need in order to live out your feminine life. And I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. And it's one of those things where you have to let them know, let that line be drawn and say, I am not you. I am not a man. Or yeah, like sometimes they just need to hear that. I'm not a man because they're so logical. And if you're thinking about something in a very emotional way, or if you want something special, they may not understand. They may have to hear you say, I'm not a man. And that's that click for them. Like, oh yeah, (laughs) you're not. They got so comfortable with you being the homie, you being a, a homie lover friend that they forgot. And that's why for me, it's so important for me to always try to stay in my feminine mode because that striking difference between my husband and I is there for a reason. I don't ever want him to start thinking that I am one of the boys and that I am a boy and that I am his homie. I do not ever want him to see me like that. He can be my friend, but we're not the same. Because when you start becoming the same, you lose all of that that extra special treatment that you deserve and need as a woman. I will leave you with one last thing that feminine women are truly unapologetic about, and that is being kind to their children and their husband and being willing to voice their love for them. This actually really hurts my heart sometimes when I think about it, especially, I have to say this, especially I have seen it personally in the Black community where we are so hard towards our children and our husbands. Being able to express your love for your husband and your children is a beautiful thing. Whether you are doing it in front of them, in front of other people, online, saying, I'm so proud of my son. He is such an amazing boy. I am so proud of my daughter. She's done a great job with this. Like being able to say it without feeling like so far from your emotions that you cannot express your love to them especially publicly. So what I what I mean by this is that I see a lot of mothers and fathers talking so awfully, so mean, so bitterly towards their children, young children, especially in public. So maybe their three-year-old is running around, they're like, sit your little butt down, you little bad boy. And you know, they're talking to them with so much aggression and so much anger. And and to them, it's not that way. So like they don't perceive it that way. They sometimes think that they're just being like playful or joking, but there's no softness. There's no love. There's no comfort for those children. I've been in situations where I'll say something like, yeah, you know, my son, he's very active. I have to keep up with him. And they'll say, yeah, my son's a little little bad boy. He can't ever sit his little butt down. And I have to go out there and I got to let him know, no, you're not going to get none. You're not going to get, you're not going to get no candy. You're not going to, and it's like, but why? And I'm not saying you're a bad parent, but what I'm saying is that, do you ever have a moment of softness? Do you ever have a moment where 
you're not having to prove to someone else that your children are not loved. I really do not like seeing it because our children need so much love and tenderness and care and comfort from their parents and their caregivers that there's really no room for pointless aggression, pointless, you know, just trying to make them feel discomfort or feel like they can't have things or that they can't have your love just because. Maybe you just do that in public and when you get home, you're, you know, all snuggles with your baby. You're kissing them and you're loving on them. Maybe it's just an appearance. But to me, that's the issue. If you feel like you have to appear rough with your children in order to seem like you're not a soft, beautiful, feminine mother, or you have to appear like you hate your husband and complain about him all the time and try to one-up the person who's complaining about their husband by telling them how ridiculous your husband is. Instead of shining light on the positive aspects of your marriage or bringing some sort of clarity to the situation. Like maybe they're complaining about their husbands and you can say, oh yeah, I can understand that. Like I've experienced that too, but just know that he's probably trying his best or give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was really this. Instead of bantering with them and adding fuel to their fire just to be that way. And as a feminine woman, you can fix it by being unapologetic about what other people think. If they're all yelling at their sons, smacking them on the head and doing that just to do it, you don't have to do that. You can give your son a big hug and give him a big compliment and a big kiss. Discipline them when you need to as well, but not in rage, but in love, in kindness, in softness, in femininity. Another way that you can be unapologetically feminine is being kind to yourself. Feminine women are unapologetically kind to themselves. What this means is that you are able to forgive yourself when you make a bad choice or when you make a choice where you just don't know how you got there or you didn't mean to do what you did. It was an accident. Being able to forgive yourself. I remember when I had my son, I gave him... Well, I drank this drink that had something in it that sometimes makes babies very gassy. And I didn't know about this. It was something that helped my milk supply. It's called fenugreek, by the way, in case you want to know. It's called fenugreek. And there was a tea called mother's milk tea that has fenugreek in it. And it helped to increase your milk supply, which I desperately needed. So I was drinking it and my son was so gassy. He looked like he was in so much pain and it brought me to tears when I realized it was because I was drinking the fenugreek. It took me a while, but I needed to get myself back into the mode of forgiving myself and realizing I had no idea what this was and I did not know this was going to be his reaction. I'm so sorry I hurt him. I'm so sorry he went through this and I'm so sorry that I had to go through this in terms of seeing him so hurt and forgiving myself. And at the same time, not self-loathing. So being a person who is able to forgive themselves and not stay in a place where you just dote on how much you hate yourself, how stupid you are, how sad your life is, how you don't have a mother and you don't have this and you don't have that and you can never be like her and being kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself, my love. You 
are all you have. Be your own comfort. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Give yourself space to grow as a woman. Give yourself space to make mistakes. Give yourself space to be able to say that at one point in my life, this is how I was, but now I'm not that way anymore. And love that person in the past and love the person you presently are because that is how you can truly face yourself fully is by showing yourself that love and that kindness. And as a feminine woman, being unapologetic about being kind to yourself is essential because that's what roots you in being able to thrive and receive and experience life that you deserve is by being able to say, I'm loved, I'm deserving, I'm beautiful, I'm transformative, (laughs) I'm all of these things. I'm forever changing, forever growing, and forever loved. And the very last thing I'll leave you with is that feminine women are unapologetic about celebrating their lives. So if you as a woman maybe graduated from college or maybe you got a special certificate or maybe you stopped smoking and it's your one year anniversary and you haven't bought weed in a whole year, that's amazing. You can celebrate that. You can be unapologetic, go get yourself a cupcake, go get yourself a balloon and celebrate your small wins. That's a wonderful thing to do. And you don't have to apologize for that. People don't have to agree with it. Maybe you reach 500 followers and that's a big deal for you. You can get yourself a balloon that says 500 and post it on social media. And people might think 500, girl, that's nothing. Well, it's something to you and you can celebrate yourself. And that's a beautiful thing. This is your life. You're not going to be able to go backwards and say, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have celebrated that. I wish I would have cared more about these great things that I've done instead of just going on to the next thing. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate your life. Celebrate the things that mean something to you. It doesn't matter if people don't understand. It doesn't matter. I hope that this podcast blessed you. Please let me know. Send me messages. Send me comments on YouTube. I love hearing from you. Let me know. If this is something that you struggle with, if there's something specific you want me to do a podcast on in one of these areas, if there's another area in your life that you struggle with in terms of femininity, let me know. I will be happy to address it. I love you all so much. And remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. See you next time. Bye-bye.